All right, welcome to another episode of the NBA Betting Lines podcast, NBA Betting Podcast. I want to quickly talk about Ime Uduko and the situation that he's in. Now, we're not going to get to the nuance of the situation, all right? Or, or, or we can a little bit, right? I think, look, anytime your organization, if a person in power, and I talked to a couple of friends who are lawyers on this, um, you got to be really careful with these kind of internal relationships because it, it, it's it's always screaming lawsuit, right? So if there's someone in, whether there's a scout or whatever, that has a reporting structure that leads up to Aduco, right? Um, obviously not great to have that relationship. And even if they're going to have a consensual and they go to HR and all that, uh, you're still opening up this can of worms, right? Now, if you don't go to HR and the Celtics have a rule that you do need to, then obviously this gets disclosed. So they're obviously not in policy of the Celtics, most likely, um, and it just creates a bad framework all, all way around and just negative PR. Now, you know, the Celtics released this and you have to ask why. And I know Stephen A. Smith just went on first take um, and mentioned, like, either you fire him or you don't. Like, why do we know? Well, I think you also want to give the guy the benefit of the doubt, kind of suspend him, show some strength there. I also think the Robert Sarver thing um, adds an element here. And I think... You don't want to, these news stories and you know, a snowball, and, and you want to uh, negate that that PR any which way, right? Um, but the bottom line is for the Celtics. You look at their coaching staff for a second. So they have a Duco. I know they hired some new guys. You don't expect them to come in. This is a very young staff. You have David Stoudemire, former player. Aaron Miles, former player. A lot of these are Portland Trailblazer holdovers. Ben Sullivan, Joe Mazzula, Tony Dobbins. Don't know a ton about those other assistants. Um, but just looking at them and do some, you know, research on them, right? Um, they're, they're young. Okay. These guys are, a lot of them are former players. They played in the, in the late 2000s. They're young and that can be good. That's fine. Um, for, you know, a lot, a lot of, uh, potential coaches out there. You want them to be young, but you need some kind of, I would say, you know, veteran force on the staff and just someone who knows like what to do in sort of situation, does it get frazzled? This is not a rebuilding team. This is a competitive team, okay? Joe Mazzula, 34 years old, right? Uh, you know, Duco's younger himself, obviously, right? But he's he's 45, you know? That, that makes a difference, right? Um, you know, Aaron Miles is in the 05 draft. I mean, these guys all played in the 2000s, right? Stoudemire is probably your, your most, you know, could be amongst your most senior guys. So, um you're kind of going to have to propel someone in the head coaching space. And that's not necessarily bad. It's just that you're a contending team, and now you're supposed to try to win the championship next year. I mean, you know, their odds, according to NBA DraftKings, or DraftKings, rather, Sportsbook, was plus 550. They have the best odds to win the NBA championship. So the question now becomes, right, uh, based on all these things, um, how does this impact uh, wins and losses, and how do you bet the Celtics uh, as a result um, of all this news, right? So let's go go through it, right? So right now the Celtics are plus 550. That hasn't really adjusted much. They should not be the favorites to win the title, flat out. Anywhere around plus 50, you shouldn't touch them, okay? Obviously, there's other odds that are better. The Clippers, Warriors are plus 600 each. The Nets plus 700. The Bucks, Bucks plus 800. I like the Bucks better than the Celtics. I'm a Celtics fan. But I like the Bucks better than the Celtics plus 800. I don't really like any of those other teams that, that have been mentioned in there. I, I don't mind Toronto as a dark horse, a plus 4,500, by the way. 
That's his championship overall. Conference winner. You have the Celtics at plus 260. Also, way, way too aggressive here. And this changes that because it doesn't change for every team, but it changes for a team that is very susceptible to chemistry issues. We saw this last year with the Celtics, right? The Celtics started the year around 500. Um, and then, you know, it wasn't like any big moves that, that went over the top. I, I didn't personally, as a fan, love what Aduka was doing, kind of throwing players under the bus. You know, Mark Smart needs to play better, whoever. Uh, I think it was the adjusted trades that they did. I think bringing in ball movers versus guys that, that demand the ball a lot. So Tice, it was a ball mover, right? Derek White was obviously the big one, swapping Schroeder out, bringing White in. Those minor adjustments made a big difference, okay? Um, obviously, Time Lord being out obviously impacts the Celtics' futures as well. Right, so these are all factors that come into it, but I think because they have sensitive chemistry things, I, I don't, I wouldn't have loved the odds regardless. I like them worse with Aduko out because I think you're going to have those learning curves in the beginning of the year, figuring out the rotations. If the people want to implement anything different, they're probably going to implement the same things. But just because that overall chemistry, I think you needed Aduko's um, presence there to kind of rein in uh, a young team with young coaches. Okay, so the futures right now, they have plus 260. This is where it matters, the wins in the playoffs. Okay, the Celtics right now over under 54 and a half. Right, now look, they were 51-31 last year, and that was with a, a playing like a 61 team the second half of the year. Okay, a great stretch the second half. I would heavily bet the under there. Right, now the under is only minus 130, uh, if you can get it with a book that you have, let's let's click through it, right? It, um, you can't, um, you know, right now I'm looking at DraftKings, I'm just using them to make it. The over-under, I, I would go under 52 if you could to get an alternate spread there. But right now, over-under 54.5, I, I would definitely heavily go the under on, on the Celtics here. Now, to make the playoffs, the Celtics at a plus 1,500 or a no. Um, I... Look, it's it's you know those are great odds, obviously, right? You're getting fifteen to one and all that. I, I wouldn't bet that per se, but um, you know I would see you know. And right now they have the, their no is the largest, right? So if you look at the yes nos across all the NBA teams. Okay, the Celtics have a minus four thousand. You have to bet uh, make a dollar by betting four thousand. Ridiculous. I I would put some shekels on the no there. I hate to say it, right? Now, playoffs, we could define it, but if they make play-in, it's a tight East. There are nine teams that people reference, right, um, of, of being shoe-ins for that top nine. If there's any weak link in there, you know, the Celtics, look, they already have an injury with, with Robert Williams. Al Horford's getting older. They, they can have an unlucky year. You know, two years ago, okay, they were, they were the eighth seed, playing Brooklyn in the first round, right, with, with Evan Fournier and gang. So... I wouldn't. I think that's actually an underrated bet. I'm not saying they're going to make it, but the odds are good, right? Fifteen hundred is good money for that. Let's go exact season wins. So the Celtics in exact season wins between fifty-one and fifty-four pays out plus two twenty-five. Okay, now fifty-five to fifty-eight is plus two forty-five. Fifty-one to fifty-four is the lowest. The you know the odds that that are most aggressive. They're probably going to be in that range, right? I like the forty-seven to fifty at plus three seventy. So again, now tightening up that, that, that group of nine, right? If you had to do a distribution curve, I think the Celtics have a better than the third shot 
which means it pays that well at plus 370 to finish between 47 and 50. You could bet that now on DraftKings if you go to exact season wins under the NBA tab uh, within wins playoffs. I like that a lot. The other ones, look, 63 to 66 plus 1400 net. 46 or less plus 600. I would make both bets. I would do the 47 to 50 and I would hedge it with a 46 or less, right? They could get 46 wins exactly. That pays out 6 to 1. That's good. That's a good bet. Um, and again, better than a lot of the other teams presented here, right? Meanwhile, you have a team like the Bucks, by the way. We're not going to jump into them yet. 57 to 60 for the Bucks is plus 500. Not bad. Most regular season wins. Let's look at it now. So the Celtics, again, there, have plus 400 um, for the most regular season wins. Um, you know, obviously you don't want to bet that, right? You want to avoid that. But, you know, the other teams now that can usurp them, Brooklyn Nets at plus 650 looks better. The Bucks at plus 800, I'm liking more now, given the news with the Celtics. So the Bucks eight plus 800. The Bucks impact the Celtics because I believe those were the two teams at the top of the East. Uh, and now, with one kind of falling a little bit with injuries and, and coaching news, it, it hurts. Longest win streak. So, you know, here the Celtics have over under eight and a half. I, I would take the under there. Um, I, I do think they're not going to go on a, on a crazy win streak here. This impacts all of us. So I would take the under there. You get eight and a half. Minus 105, not great, but you, but you still take it. Regular season wins head-to-head. So this is interesting, right? You have the Celtics against a bunch of teams. I'm not going to go through all of these, Right? They have a couple of, of key ones here. Um, you know, Celtics versus Heat. Okay. Who takes that series? I still think, um, you know, that's an interesting one where, you know, again, like the, the Heat taking that series is plus 270. Um, you know, as more populate this, you may want to look at the Celtics against some aggressive Eastern playoff teams and consider taking uh, enough no's where they're not going to win that series because they're all plus money. And then you'll 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 make you'll, you'll get a nice return there. Obviously, be, that depends on the sample size. Alternate season wins. Here again, you can go some over unders on an aggressive side. So the Celtics, this is an interesting one that I would take uh, for alternate season wins. You have the over fifty and a half, a plus three thirty. The under fifty and a half, minus four fifty. I would have touched that. Now they also have an alternate over under fifty and a half. The under fifty and a half, fifty and a half. Plus 190. I, I, I would take that for the Celtics. Uh, again, I don't want to say doom and gloom, but you have Robert Williams missing the first chunk of the season. They say four to six weeks. That could elongate. Even when he comes back, they're going to transition him back. The other thing with the Celtics, too, is they're coming off a year they just went a deep run. They know now that they have to play for the playoffs and pace for the playoffs. That's going to hurt the regular season amounts. To participate in playing. This is interesting, right? So, again, you have those classic teams we talked about here um, at the front, right? The Knicks, by the way, plus 110. They're probably going to participate in it. Celtics are plus 900. I don't love that. Now, look, again, because the odds are so low. It's basically, what, three teams out of 15. So, it's, you know, one out of five shot. I don't think they'll dip that bad. But if you get to seven, you're still participating in the, in the play. So, you have to be seven, eight, nine, ten out of 15 teams. So, it's a four out of 15 rate, okay? Doing quick math here, right? That's a 26.7% chance that you're a team that, that gets into a play-in, basically, that participates in it. Now, if you're plus 900, that means you're at 8%. So how do you index? I actually kind of like that now. At plus 900, they could fall to 7 and then, and then actually be in that. I think that defines it then. They're in the play-in, right? Other teams I like for that as, a, as an aside, um, 
are Indiana. I love that bet. They're 20 to 1 to participate in the Eastern plan. I would hammer the fuck out of that. Um, right, that's massive plus money. That's my favorite bet that I've seen. Orlando's plus 900 as comparison. Detroit, which just got Bogdan Bogdanovich, is plus 650. We'll get, we'll get to Detroit. Um, but yeah, I would hammer the crap out of Indiana right now uh, participate in the plan. Awards. Anything with awards. We're just talking about wins playoffs. What about awards? Okay. Um, actually, let's get before we get to awards, let's go through some of the futures here. Conference winner, like we discussed, we're not touching that, right? How does it impact the Celtics? Again, liking the Bucks there, a plus 340 to win the East because of what's going on with Boston. Division winner. Okay, this is interesting, right? So the Atlantic, where the Celtics are in, there's only five teams. So if you have a one out of five shot, 20%, right? You should win any team at throw darts, five to one, okay? You have the Celtics a plus 115, the Nets a plus 200. So, you know, you're really winning three extra money. The Nets at plus 200 isn't bad. I don't like the Sixers at plus 330. I don't even just like them. I think they're going to have a disappointing year. The Toronto Raptors right now are plus 1,400. Okay, let's consider this. The Sixers, I think they had an overrated offseason. It's got Tucker, you know. The Sixers, you know, and Maury, no offense to him, is operating three years too late. Like, the whole idea of market efficiency and GMs, you don't want to get a guy, you know, um, two years after, everybody already knows he's underrated or overrated, right? Like either the buy or sell part of that, okay? Maury has been doing this to a T. You know, ever since he was GM of the Rockets, oh, let me get Robert Covington three years later as my center for the Rockets. Like, like you're going to overpay now. He became so underrated, he's overrated. And Maury gets these guys late. Carl Landry, late. Kevin Martin, late, okay? Harden's the only guy. His whole GMing career is because of James Harden. Right? He made a killer move, and he nailed it. Right, And honestly, the McGrady deal. So, you know, back when he was with Houston, moving Mobley and Francis, excuse me, to get Tracy McGrady, also a great move. But all this middle to, to low moves, two, two hallmark moves, granted, you know, kudos on those, all of these kind of suck. So the Sixers, I think, needed to move Maxi. They had to take advantage of his um, where his clout was and his PR around the league. And I think they need to get a, a win-now player. Probably combine him with Tobias Harris. and get pieces around Harden and Bede. They didn't do that. Bogdanovich just went in the trade we talked about with Detroit recently. Okay, and we'll, and we'll do a pod on that real quick. So the Celtics right now, um, I don't think the Sixers could take advantage of, of that fall. The Raptors at plus 1,400, I would hammer the crap out of. They could have a surprise good year. I project them to go top four, top five. They could sneak in and win this division. It'll be tight. They had a great second half. People don't talk about it. They have a flexible lineup now with Siakam at the five. That I, I hammer that more now given the news in Boston. Let's go to division finishing position. Again, DraftKings Sportsbook have all, have all these slots. They are not a paid sponsor. I hope they will be someday. Um, so division finishing position. Uh, let's go circle down here. Um, they don't have this in a, in a great order. No offense to them. Right, let's quickly Okay. So I think they actually took it off the board, it looks like. Um when they when they bring it up, yeah, they took it off. Yep. When they bring it up, I would say second is the most likely. Um, but it's not there. Okay. Division exact result. This is an interesting one. So the lowest odds, right, there's only plus 300, is the Celtics 
finishing first and the Nets finishing second. The flip of that, the Nets going first and the Celtics second is plus 350. Okay, don't love that yet. Let's move down a little bit and let's see. There's a couple of interesting ones here. So the Celtics first and the Raptors second is 10 to 1. Okay, the Nets first and the Raptors second, which I actually like, is plus 1500. The Raptors first and the Celtics second, plus 3000. Like that one. Okay, scrolling down a little bit. Um, the And that's probably the only ones I like. So any combination of the Raptors getting in the top two and the Celtics at, at best second is great. If they had a Raptors first, Nets second, which I'm trying to find, I can't. They just have the Sixers at plus 7,000. I think it pays too much. Yeah, it does. They're not going to even include it, which is ridiculous. That would be a great bet. Conference finalists, let's talk about it. Celtics versus Nets is plus 700. Again, avoid the Celtics here. I, I you know, I, I, I personally get nervous a little bit. I would throw any of the ones with Bucks combos here as a result, right? So I think the Bucks are a shoo-in in the conference finals. Let's avoid the Celtics bets. So as a result, you have, so if you avoid all of those, you know, I don't like the Heat either. You have Bucks Heat at plus 2,000. Bucks Cavs, are they going to get there? I don't know, plus 2,200. Don't love that yet, okay? But then you get to Raptors Bucks plus 3,500. I like that, okay? Let's see if we can find Bucks uh, Nets. I can't even find it. That'd be the other one to look for those Bucks Nets, which is going to be like what plus fifteen thousand. My God, right? Maybe not that high. Uh, but yeah, Bucks Brooklyn to me would be a a likely. So Bucks Raptors plus thirty five hundred, as we noted. For some reason, they don't even have. They got to fix that on their book. Um, Nets Bucks. They have Nets-Knicks, of course. They're going to want to get the Knicks traffic. Um, Nets-Wizards. That's a silly one. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting they don't have that yet. Nets-Pistons. Come on. Maybe they do, and I just, I'm, not, I'm not looking for a while. But, yeah. Uh, I like I like Bucks-Raptors uh, at plus 3,500. 3, if your book has Bucks-Nets, I, w- I would just uh, uh, book that in... Yeah, really surprised they don't have it. Winners specials. So I don't think this impacts the conference to win the title much. I wouldn't. I wouldn't touch that yet. A division to win the NBA Finals, I would probably avoid. I mean, the Atlantic Division, I think, could win it. I like the Central now with with the Bucks in there, a plus five hundred. They don't really have another team though, so you're pretty much just betting the Bucks on that exact outcome. This is interesting. So Clippers over Celtics is plus twenty eight hundred. Let's see where the Bucks are in all these. By the way, Bucks to beat the Clippers plus three thousand. I, I I like that. I like the the Nets Clipper ones. So if you have Clippers to beat Nets is plus three thousand. I like that. The flip of that, Nets to beat Clippers is also plus three thousand on DraftKings. Um, Bucks to beat Clippers plus five thousand. I like that a lot. And Clippers to beat Bucks is plus four thousand. So I like those. Any variation with Clippers and either Bucks and Nets is good. Now that means I'm obviously focused on the Clippers winning the West. Yeah, I am. I think they have the best the best odds there. Um, so wins playoffs we did. Let's go to awards. It doesn't really impact MVP in my opinion. Um, so we're not going to delve into that yet. We'll have a different pod about the MVP awards and kind of go through each player. Most approved player. 
um, you know, or rookie of the year rather. Uh, not going to impact that. Most approved player. Yeah, not not on that one. Um, sixth man. Look, I know Brockton's at plus twelve hundred. I still think he's got a shot there. Um, you have you know Pool at plus four fifty, Hero plus five hundred. Yeah, I don't think this impacts any of them. Um, the one guy to, to kind of pop out here a little bit is Melton at plus four thousand. Interesting. And Caruso plus five thousand. Interesting as an FYI. Defensive player of the year futures. Right, Robert Williams has no business being on this list at plus seven hundred. Uh, I like Giannis here a lot at plus twelve hundred. I think this kind of you know Marcus Smart was plus eighteen hundred, mm. and Bead at plus eighteen hundred, and Giannis at plus twelve hundred are are really good bets here. Right, I think Gobert is going to be an island uh, in Minnesota. We'll get to Defensive Player of the Year, and then All NBA. You know, and, and looking at Tatum is plus one ninety. Again, shouldn't impact that record breaker ones. Uh, this is more about LeBron and stuff. Doesn't impact the Celtics team specials, right? You have ones just kind of on the Atlanta Hawks right now. Um, nothing there. So yeah. So again, I, I uh, conference seating here. This is interesting. So the Celtics, the over under there for the conference is two and a half. Obviously, I'm going to take them at the under minus one twenty though. Not great. Now you have each individual seed. This is very interesting. So for the first seed, Celtics are only plus one eighty five. Again, Bucks a plus 350, hammer that for the number one seed. Two seed, Celtics a plus 295. Again, Toronto plus 1,200, looks a little more interesting. Third seed, the Celtics are plus 425. Now we're starting to get to some territory. I see the Raptors here, plus 950, looks looks good as well. Again, the Nets looking to play plus 450. The Nets at the number two seed, plus 390. The fourth seed here, Celtics a plus 600. Okay, that looks a little better. Bucks 500 touchdown. So Celtics at four at six plus 600 looks good. Celtics at the fifth seed at plus 850 looks great. I like those two bets. The four or five plus 600 at the fourth seed plus 850 the five seed. Do the other ones even make sense? The sixth seed, ah, eh, that's too tight. 1100. I don't touch that. And then again, if you do the play-in bet we mentioned earlier, you're already getting basically seven, eight, nine, ten in one bet. So you don't have to touch that. Player stats. Okay. So, you know, again, we'll, we'll, Tatum has an over-under uh, scoring average, 26.9 points per game. Probably take the under on that. I think, well, I don't know. I, I probably don't touch that bet. Again, we're only making confident picks. That's on point per game, those. Um, rebounds, this is going to be interesting. Now, with Time Lord out, you may want to consider... Um, Someone here. So Robert Williams has an over under 10.1. I'm not touching him here. It depends on if, if he falls in. Assists as well. Let's see who pops in. Any Celtic player? No. By the way, Lowry's an over under 7. I would hammer the crap out of that under. Lowry's toast. Three maids a game. Three pointers made a game. Um, you know, Tatum here would be interesting. He's not even listed. So we're not touching that. Scoring leader. Okay. Points per game leader. Here's an interesting one. Tatum's at plus 2,200. Let's talk about the guys above him. And be it at plus 230, I think with Harden there that you can't do that. Giannis at plus 280, that's got potential. But again, he hits that 27, 28 range. Luka plus 450, sure. But with Wood there, you know, now Brunson's left. I, I think that's mitigated. Durant at plus 550, again, 
with Kyrie and Simmons, I think they cancel each other out. Young plus 750. His defense is gonna it's gonna be hard to keep him on the floor. Now he was the PPG leader uh you know prior years. So that's not a bad bet. But with DeJounte Murray there, he's gonna have lower usage. LeBron James plus 850. That's a bad bet. I mean, LeBron's not looking to, to score. Moran plus 1,300, ditto. Zion Williamson's a horrible bet. Um, too many guys on New Orleans. I bring this up because Jason Tatum, a plus 2,200, to lead the league in scoring, not a bad bet. Not a bad bet. He's going to have to get way more minutes, given the thinness of the rotation, and a new coach is going to want to show you know some impact immediately. That likely means to an increase in Tatum um, points. I actually like Tatum now at plus 2,200, given the news. Rebound leader, we're not going to touch. Uh, definitely don't take Robert Williams, obviously. Uh, but we're not touching that, in the, given what we just discussed. Assist per game leader, you know, also, I don't think there's a Celtic here that, that makes sense. So, not worth doing. Three's made leader. Okay. Again, pretty interesting here. Tatum's at plus 3,500. Now, Curry's minus 175, which is just ridiculous. The other guys noted... It depends on health. Trey Young at plus 2,000 is ridiculous that it's plus 2,000. That is, you have to hammer the crap out of that. Point per game head-to-head. -head. This is interesting. So you have a couple of options here, but none of them are Celtic-related, so who cares? Okay. Um, and then, yeah, we're not going to talk. We'll talk about the Celtic-Sixers game closer to it. But, yeah, again, those are the bets there. I think for the futures market, again, it helps the Bucks. It's going to help the Raptors a little bit and help the Nets. So focus on those bets that help those teams take the unders at the Celtics. It, it's a bigger deal than people realize, more for obviously them coming off the year we just discussed, but the chemistry of the team. Until next time.